Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast, where we are absolutely the voice of the professional fan. As usual, I'm joined here by my co-host, Money Mike. How you feeling? Man, I'm pretty good. My my teams ain't good, but I'm feeling good. Yeah, we're, we're going to get to some fantasy football stuff. Uh, we've got Step Pat in the house. He's back after a week. How you doing, my yes, friend? Yes, sir, man. I'm doing good, man. You know we in this bitch. Tonight, we in this dude. bitch. And you, of course, can see we got our guy here. In we the got, flesh. In the flesh. <laughs> we got Marco Nunez back in studio, friend of our show. Absolutely. How you doing, Marco? I'm doing great. Happy to be in the neighborhood. Decided to stop by. Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> yes sir. Uh, let's get started here. Marco, thank you for joining us. Uh, as usual, you give us an injury report on something, and in the off season, we're looking for just about anyone. But now, football season has started, mm-hmm. uh, and I also heard that there's a new show coming out uh, starting tomorrow, guys, called The Waiver Wire with Money Mike and Marco Nunez. Yeah, and you guys are gonna sit down. You're gonna break down the top injuries in football and advise all of us who are really rookies at this fantasy football thing and whether you're not a veteran the, or not. The only rookie is, is, is Simpson. Hey, I'm, just, I'm the rookie here. Uh, but regardless, whether you're a rookie, hey, a veteran, a champion Simpson, or not. This is Simpson say, hey, it's 31 points good. Yeah, Cooper, Cooper Cup, know, 31. Right? Is that good? I sent that out on purpose just to rub it in. Um, but you guys are going to break down fantasy sports injuries, give a little bit more insight than usually might be released, and advise, uh, keep the player, drop the player, and so forth. Uh, that's kind Coming out on Monday, starting tomorrow night, 9 p.m., streaming live on the YouTube channel, the Infinity mm-hmm. Studios YouTube channel. It is exclusive. We'd love to have it. It's awesome, Marco. Um, let's get started here. Money Mike, you have some questions for fantasy football? Man, Keenan Allen. I drafted a dude, you know, and he's the number one receiver, has a hamstring. You know, they got him out one to three weeks. Is he going to come back next week when they say one to three weeks? Well, here's the thing. I think the last thing I heard that I think they were asking, some reports were asking him how he felt. He said he felt pretty good. So the, the bottom line right now, I think they're still trying to figure out whether it's going to be a first degree or second degree hamstring strain. That's going to determine his timeline. If it's a first degree, we're looking about maybe about seven, 10 days. There's a potential he can play next week, but there's a 50-50. Hopefully keep our fingers crossed that it's not a second degree. Otherwise, he may be out more like, two to four weeks type of thing. So um, as the updates, obviously they're going to have to do an MRI on him. Most likely it's going to be done either tomorrow or Tuesday. Once the, uh, once the, uh, they release the, the, the information on the MRI, then that's when we'll go in and also give you guys an update again, like, uh, Jeff uh, mentioned, follow us on the Waiver Wire podcast. That's where we're going to provide you with the, the, the daily updates on all these injury reports, whether tell you, Hey, you need to either drop them, keep them, yeah. stash them, or go pick up somebody else. Be ready for the weekend. Nice. Hey, so let me ask you, where the hell was that MRI machine? You know, like because I mean they're at home, right? So you know, I mean, do they have to? Is it at their training facility? It's not. Is it's not at SoFi? Where, where's the machine? They, I know they ain't going to the hospital. No, they ain't going to Kaiser all day. Well, that's a good thing. It depends on who is their their, their primary um, I guess, team physicians or hospital. For example, with the Lakers, UCLA is their mm-hmm. their their, their, right. uh, their UCLA Health is mm-hmm. their primary care. So when I was at the, with the Lakers. Uh, any MRI was done. We were we were sent to UCLA. Now keep in mind, UCLA has little local clinics here and there, yep. so they didn't have to go to the main, you know, the Westwood type of thing. We would, mm-hmm. uh, I think, there was one in a in a El Segundo near us type of thing. So that's where they would go do the MRI. Now, 
unfortunately, not all MRI machines are are the same. You obviously, with these professional athletes, you want to use the top quality of MRI because you want to kind of get down to nitty gritty and be able to determine whether it's the first or second degree. That's going to help the sports medicine staff kind of do the rehab and also the timeline type of thing. But yeah, eventually they have to go where the MRI machine is. Is it not a good investment for a team to own one, or is that something that just you can can any team buy one, or or how does that work? Or do you? Well, th there's always been talks about that type of thing. You know, um, when uh, the facility at the La the Lakers' new facility at the UCLA Health uh, Training Facility mm -hmm. was built, there was a space in there that I think now is being occupied by like a performance facility type of thing. There was talks of having a UCLA clinic in there and having an extra machine and having an MRI machine that if some a player got hurt on while we we're practicing, we literally just have to walk him over and kind of get it done. Obviously, that never happened. Um, they're expensive. You have to maintain them. Not only that, but you have to have a technician on staff to be able qualified. to uh, qualify to operate it. Now, the question is, do you keep somebody mm -hmm. 24 yeah, hours? Yeah, for, for the, for the yes. off likelihood that you – Money Mike's like, <laughs> yes, 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 because, well, because mean, the championship is that wait, important. Wait, 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 well, I mean, they, they make it billions of dollars, dude. Like, come on. I'm, and at the that, same time, we're acting like the, uh, athletes don't get hurt. <laughs> I mean, right, so yeah. I mean, you know, we it would be in the best interest of the they. Team. They have X-ray machines there, right? You would so, think. At arenas, ninety-nine percent of arenas have X-ray machines in there, type of thing. Now, an X, a, a bone fracture may be a little bit different than like than a hamstring strain, type of thing. You know, mm -hmm. if, if someone has like a Jones fracture, type of thing, or fracture, putting any weight on it, make it make it worse. That you want to eliminate that. Any type of injury you have, uh, whether it's a foot, the wrist, the knee. 99% of the time, they'll go ahead and, and do an x-ray just to eliminate any kind of fracture. Once we know they don't have a fracture, then, okay, let's see what's going on. Now let's wait and go ahead and do um, a, a, an x-ray type of thing. Okay, so speaking of knee, I uh, want to talk about Elijah Mitchell. Mm -hmm. You know, um, he hurt his knee. We don't know what's going to go on because the MRI machine ain't available, <laughs> you know. But, uh, you know, he walked out on on his own power with the knee brace. So is that is that is that a good sign? That that. Yes, that, I mean, yes and no type of thing. The, the good sign is that he didn't walk out with crutches. That was okay. a, That's a huge part of his fine. Um, the fact that he walked out with the knee brace could be 50-50. It can just indicate that he pretty much, the team was being very cautious. Mm -hmm. They want to make sure that he doesn't slip and fall. Now, keep in mind the conditions from what I was when I was watching the game. Um, it was wet. I think the the, the 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 crew people on there were literally sweeping puddles. Sweeping the water I know off. they were like literally yeah. sweeping right. puddles of water off, and I was watching yeah. that. So, granted, the field is wet. The turf is wet. The concrete is wet. Getting on the bus is wet. Everywhere is wet. So I think that putting him on a brace was a precautionary reason to make sure he doesn't aggravate. Now, we I, I never saw any mechanism of injury. I never saw him getting hit. So I'm mm -hmm. anticipating that he probably stepped, his foot either slipped, and either something happened to his knee. I'm hoping, knock on wood, that either it kind of went out and he might might have a little bit of an MCL like sprain. Hyperextended, maybe? Either hyperextended gotcha. or what's called valgus kind of went out to the side. Mm -hmm. um, knock on wood, hopefully it's nothing, you know, season ending like an ACL injury. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I want to ask you a question real place. quick. Um, going back to the um the injury for Keenan Allen, uh, when it comes to a um a hamstring injury, isn't the the position of the strain did that kind of like dictate how long someone's going to be out? Like, say, if the strain is kind of closer to the glute versus mm -hmm. if it's at the lower part of the hamstring. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Correct. So, so and that's why they they, they do the MRI. So traditionally, you want the the, the muscular strain. Kind of in the middle of the belly of the muscle. That's where the huge blood supply. The more distal, meaning the, the further away it is, that can, can 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 increase the timeline. Or even if it's closer to, you don't want it on the tendon itself. Mm. There's very poor blood supply, so you don't want a tendon. So traditionally, whether it's a quadrant hamstring strain, 
You want it right in the middle of the belly of the muscle. So that's, that, again, that'll determine how long he's going to be out, determine the type of, of hamstring strain. Hence, that's why they do the MRI to try kind of be able to see where they're at. And then once the MRI report comes out, then you have a better idea of what's going on. Okay. Excellent. Money. Another no, question? Sounds good. So tune in tomorrow for the waiver wire. We will tell you if Elijah Mitchell doesn't play who you guys should get. Nine o'clock, nine o'clock p.m. tomorrow. Exactly. So Shameless the, plug for myself. Absolutely. Mr. So, Mr. so the Mark waiver wire is not only going to update you on the injury reports, they're going to advise you as to whether to drop, keep that player, put them on your injured list, or who to pick up if that's the case. If you need to pick up an additional player, of course, from the waiver wire, it's exactly what it's about. So you're going to get this inside information. You want to tune in every Monday night at 9 p.m. and then make sure to follow on Instagram because that's where the, the up-to-date information and the follow-ups are going to come. So anyone listed or any last-minute information, you're going to get that. You're going to be able to make that waiver wire decision, mm -hmm. make that trade or whatever you need to do quickest because you know how that is. Time is money. Yep. Hey, Absolutely. Literally. Literally. Three, three of my uh, of my fantasy teams have money attached to it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Literally. I need, money. I need to know. Hey, I need to know. I, I need to win because I'm tired of losing. Yeah, Bro, fantasy, football, fantasy football is a big deal, you guys. It, mean, is. it is. It is. It, it is. is. I mean, everyone, they take this, uh, guys, they take this real serious. This isn't just, hey, we just kind of play. You know, this is I, I've played a I, couple times, so so I'm there, but I don't take it as serious. Hey. But there are some oh, serious it's, it's players serious. out there. This, this ain't fantasy. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. They take you know it very, very real. It was funny because you know how back in the day we had uh, not we, but I didn't play it, but they had rotisserie baseball. Essentially, was fantasy baseball yep. for. But what you had to do is, and we are now advanced because we have you know technology, we have the internet. Yep. People used to do back in the day. Used to go and get the L.A. Times and, and, look, LA, and look at the the stats. E, the stats, and you will have the nerdiest person in your group input all that in and come up with a, a, a system, and literally award champions based upon that. That's like hard work. That's not. Yeah. That's not like how it is. I mean, now. we're already right getting now. screamed at by our significant others, so I can't even imagine oh, having man. to put in that much I'm time. I'm in four leagues, and after the, <laughs> after, the, after the third one, she was like, enough. Yeah, enough. right. But hey, man, I'm addicted to it. You love it, right? Yeah, you yeah. love it. Excellent. Okay, so of course, follow the Waiver Wire podcast on Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the Infanity Studios YouTube channel because that's the only way to watch the show. And then how else can people keep up to date with what you've got going on, Marco? Yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram at MarcoANunion17 or also subscribe to my YouTube channel at Ibav Athletic Performance where I provide you guys a uh, sports medicine tip of the week. Excellent. We're going to take a awesome. quick break. We're going to come right back. We're going to continue with these Patrick Beverly quotes that uh, Stat Pat is just ready to Ooh, explode on these. Gotta so get them. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. You're watching the Profanity Nation right here, the voice of the professional fan. See you soon. Don't go anywhere. Hi, I'm Renee Starms of the Starms Agency. Do you know why 97% of startups fail? It's because they don't have the proper exposure. So for the first time ever, Infanity Studios and the Starms Agency have come together to provide you with the Little Guys Big Marketing Package. Now this is for local Los Angeles businesses who are ready to launch, relaunch, or simply expose their business to grow. With this package, you're going to receive six months of online and offline marketing tactics in a customized plan for your business. You're also going to get a professional TV quality commercial 
filmed in an 1800 square foot studio with multiple screening options. So if you're ready to grow, go ahead and click that link. We also have financing available. I'm looking forward to chat with you. Click the link. United One Protection Services. With over 30 years of experience, United One Protection Services has more expertise and knowledge than the other security companies combined. Residential, commercial, municipal, or institutional, United One Protection Services does more than just security. We protect your livelihood. United One Protection Services. Be sure to visit the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center for all your 420 needs. They have everything from baby jeeters to stizzy cartridges, fuzzies, pre-rolls, great deals on eighths, raw garden diamonds. They have your gear. They have Papa and Barkley relief patches. After a hard workout, you need those CBDs. You know that. They have plenty of edibles to choose from. Be sure to hit up the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast. That was great having Marco here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, cool. Again, Seth uh, looked different. <laughs> looks a little different. <laughs> that was quick. Um, <laughs> so, absolutely, again, guys, be sure to follow the Waiver Wire podcast on Instagram. You're all fantasy sports. You're out there, you know, and you got to have the upper leg. You got to have the up to date information. That's where you want it. Brand new show on Infinity Studios Dreaming Channel. So, be sure to get it there. Um, all right, guys. So, hey, so wait, wait. Ahead. I want to cut you off. Right no, here. go ahead. Hey, I want to acknowledge uh, BBJ because this, oh, dude, yeah. this dude was sitting around sending me messages. Big uh, baby Jonathan. He, he on here talking about it, too. You know, and he's in our league. I, and he's in our he's league. He's in our too. league. He's, he's the in Profanity Nation league. league. Listen, BBJ, look, I'll, I'll give it to you. I, I, congratulations. Y'all, Y'all, you guys are one and oh. I, I, I get it. You know, you, you're a Charger fan. Y'all won. But you do know that it was more Raider fans at SoFi than the Charter game. So you guys were at your quote unquote home stadium and you still were visitors. Did they so win? They the Chargers won. Then who cares? But <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey. Talk about being desperate and trying to grasp little struts. <laughs> who cares? They won. Yeah, but here's the thing. The game that the Chargers lost, I'm just because BBJ been bugging me. But <laughs> He's right, right. The, the, the game that you guys lost to the Reds last year was way more important than the game that y'all won today. That's all, my, right. that's all, all right. I got. So, so he's going to last year. Yeah, he's, 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 that's, yeah, all yeah, that's all we got right now, man. We owe one right now. We owe one. All right, hey, man. I mean, hey, you know what? Donuts. I got your donuts. <laughs> I got your I donuts. Got your Glazed donuts. or uh, frosted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want crispy? Hey, cream. also, I want to give a shout out to my boy uh, uh, P. Johns. Uh, he always uh, a very friend of the show. 
staying up to date, man. So, yeah, shout out, man. Keep listening. Keep watching, man. We appreciate all our fans right now. Absolutely. Patrick X. John's on there. He's commenting. We love it. Uh, bring your comments in. We love it. We always uh, call them out. Uh, you guys are the show. You are the reason we do the show. So be sure to take part. That's what we expect. That's what we want. All right, guys. So uh, NFL's out there. Okay, you're a big NFL fan. You're a big NFL fan. I'm a casual NFL fan. Uh, what did you think of uh, essentially week one? We've got Monday Night Football, but essentially week one, how'd it go? Week as one, expected? Week one did go as expected, I thought. Um, Even the Rams? Oh, you know what? You know what? You put me on the spot with that. Hell no, they didn't go as expected. <laughs> All right. Ain't nobody thought that these good dudes would lose 21 points. However, now, the only thing I can say is because when I watched, when I watched the game, I almost said, I, I I know what that looks like. I know what that looks like. Yeah. Being a Laker fan and being and and been to multiple opening night games and yep. seeing us get beat by the like the worst teams or yep. whatever. Yep. You hey, know, hey. it's it's what it is. Josh Allen ain't the worst team. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying we've seen that because opening night is always going to be a, for the Lakers. Always going to be somebody good. Did they get rings too? Um, was there I, I think they already got the rings. But, well, was you know there what, any but, ceremony? Because yeah, usually the was, emotions come down. A, the team has a hard time getting into the game. Yeah, and that's what I think happened. Um, yeah, so I, so to answer your question, I mean, the game, I think, started at like 530, but yeah. they wanted the fans in their seats at like 4. Okay, so there so was some ceremony. Whole, yeah. Ceremony and OBJ was acting the fool. Like, you know what I <laughs> mean? Look, two things. I'm getting my ring, and I ain't playing no more, and I didn't really contribute in the game. But, yo, give me my ring. Well, you know what <laughs> like, thing about him, I, I would say, like, he was living his best life at that moment. Like, like he was like, wait a minute, I got the ring. And everybody does know, really, in that Super Bowl, if he didn't get hurt, oh, he was going to be MVP. Dude. Yeah, he, he yeah, was going to be on, MVP. He was on track no for that. No doubt. He was on track. So he why was, is he not on the team right now? Well, I mean, look, I don't know why. why is he it was a late-season pickup. Why is it on any team? However, personality. However, being that as it may, you see they missed that. You yeah. saw on that game, they yep. wish they would have had somebody like him on the team to go ahead and take a lot of that. You know, Cooper Cup ate. He ate well. But it's now who's going to go ahead. And, and they were like, all right, in some weird way, they said, okay, well, Cooper, we're going to let you have all that. Yeah. Who else going to play? Not Who Cam, else going to beat Cam us? Akers. Him. <laughs> and not to mention, you don't have Von Miller on the other side, which you had last year. And now we're going to go ahead and double-team Donald or triple-team Donald and make make sure somebody else is coming and beat us, and no one was able to go ahead and do that. So, And like, like, like Money was saying, Josh Allen, bro. I mean, if anybody had a coming-out party, not a coming-out party, but like just reestablish and like, yep. like, you know, like JC, let me guess who's back. myself. Back you know again. what I'm saying, right? Like, you know, just like guess who's back. Like, he's here now. And now we're not playing any games. Well, he's here now. He has a team. He has, I mean, he has Gabriel Davis, obviously has Stephon Diggs, his running backs, his uh, committee. But, you know, he, he, and he's doing his thing. And not to mention now his defense is now going to go ahead and actually uh, match what the offense is doing. Buffalo is scary. They're real. I mean, they're, 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 I'm going to say, they're for real, for real. Like, they're for real. Know, they're for real. And like, their fans are still breaking tables. They don't think they're for real because I'm about to start cussing them. And their fans yeah. are still breaking tables, oh right? That's God, what they dude, do, right? Those mafias for real. Yeah, bro. that's it. Man, look, I love it, man, because it, 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 it's it's one of those things where I saw where uh, uh, Josh Allen was sitting out all these things for himself, on behalf of himself, trying to get a scholarship. At the, he was like, hey, I'm a JC quarterback, I'm, you know, and, and only one person gave him a chance. Right. 
and and we have all this analytics and all this other stuff and this dude barely like gets in the league and just tears up the league you know one thing i've always thought about when it comes to college quarterbacks and one thing i've always maintained when you have a college quarterback that go to a, gr- a good school and they get all the accolades based upon all the stats they're given they have sometimes first round wide receivers. They have first round running backs. Tight ends are good. The defense are good. I like to look at the the quarterbacks. They ain't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? When it's literally just them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like Ben Roethlisberger went to Miami of Ohio. It's just him. You know what? He everybody else is getting going getting you know on a scholarship and trying to get jobs after. Absolutely. They're not going to the NFL. You know NFL. They're not future all. You know what I'm saying? So when the quarterback got to do all the heavy lifting. You know, that tells me that they're going to do whatever they can with whatever lemons they got. They're going to make this lemonade. You know, so that's what I'm looking at when I see all these flashy, like Baker Mayfield, for example. He went to Oklahoma. He had everybody around him to Mm -hmm. go ahead and Mm -hmm. score. You know what I'm saying? And he just hasn't done enough. Yeah, Jameis Winston, too. You know, Jameis Winston. I mean, because lots of of USC quarterbacks. Right. All the the USC quarterbacks. But you know For the most part, even only with the exception of Carson Palmer. But everybody else after Carson, Carson yeah. Palmer has been weak and sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Hey, speaking of speaking of USC, because they look good also, uh, going back to college. Yep. But they literally had when 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 they when they got Riley over there, that dude looked at the USC team and was like, "Hey, <laughs> I need some people," and that and he brought nineteen people from yeah. the transport portal over to USC. Yeah. So now they, now we dominate. Yeah, now we good. And listen, he he got one defensive lineman. Yeah, all the other people were eight. The other eighteen from the transfer portal. All offense. You know, all offense because he looked at what was on that team. He was like, "This ain't gonna work." Yeah. We have a question from Bad Wi-Fi. Uh, should I worry about CD Lamb? What does CD Lamb do? Um. Okay. So every okay. So I always call this like you know overreaction first week. Like everyone, everyone every, jumps. Everyone sees their team and they're like, "Oh my god, I made so many. I'm, I shouldn't have picked this guy." Yep. I'm looking at my, I'm going, everyone goes back into their draft. They're looking like, man, I should have waited on, on Saquon mm-hmm. Barkley. Oh, I should have picked Justin Jefferson with the fourth pick. You know, it's all that stuff, you know, season, so you're going to get us a long season. However, two receptions, 29 yards. Yeah, but he's playing against, he's playing, he's playing against the Bucks. Okay. The Bucks. Are, I mean, Todd Bowles is going to do what he's going to do to take it and take the best player out of it. There's nobody else they have that's going to, I mean, there's no Michael Gallup right now. So there's nobody that's going to be able to take the pressure off of CD Lamb. Of course, there was no, there's no Amari Cooper anymore. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to have that anymore. But I'm saying they're going to have to force feed him the rock if they're going to get anything more than three points. If he only has two receptions, then that means they didn't do enough to get him the ball in his hands. Because if he only got three points and your number one receiver only has two receptions, you do the math. I should be able to do more than that. That's similar um, to no fouls in basketball. Right. Not being I mean, aggressive. It, not it's playing. like what you're not doing enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what is target share? If he's if he's two catches on ten targets, okay, they've tried to get him involved. Yeah. But I don't think it's that. I think, you know, there was a lot of moving around. And once that happened, once the running game kind of like left and once they didn't have enough of the running game it was like they were they were really just gonna blank it. like oh oh targets. wait so he got did he get 11 targets, he got 11 he targets. Have 11 so he targets. did give him 11 targets oh. so that being the case i mean i mean are we i wouldn't worry about cd lamb <laughs> i would more worry about dak prescott <laughs> because why is he not being whoa 
Dallas Cowboys to have surgery on right now. And on thumb. that note, out indefinitely. Oh, Dallas Cowboys note, well, Dak cool. Prescott. You sh- oh, okay, right. bad Wi-Fi. Again, tune, tune in <laughs> to the waiver wire. You're going to get information <laughs> the on that. Wire, wire, wire. Yeah. You should be worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's no Dak? Oh, you should be worried. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me ask you guys this. Um, uh, this Injuries aside, um, how much are you reading into game one of the season in NFL? Obviously, there's only 16 it's, regular it's season games, game. but it's is it bigger? Is it just a game, just to start? Just, just one game. It's, it's, it is just one game, and you can't re- overreact. Um, it just gets tricky when, you know, when your first game is against a divisional opponent because that counts like almost double. Yep, yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? You can't just – Division you know, standings, of course. Division standings does happen. So, you know – you know, it's it's what that is, and so um, like, look, look at these, look at these injuries, right? You yep. got Torn T.J. Pack, Watt, Torn TJ Pack. Watt, he's out for the season. You know, he's done. Najee Harris um, leaves OT. Yeah, with. we talked about that on the waiver wire. You'll be yeah. talking about that tomorrow night on the waiver wire. That yeah. will all be broken down, and again, you'll get recommendations on who to pick up. Yep. Um, okay, so uh, NFL season's just getting started. That is America's game, no question about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the season's going. Uh, the Chargers won. The Rams got squashed, but we're going to go ahead and, and, and say that we gave that to yep. emotions right now. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna give that to emotions. But um, other than that, Mike, you like the first week? You like what you saw? Hey, first week was really entertaining, man. You know, I got Sunday tickets. So I could go red zone and watch all the, the – Red zone's awesome. The, all the things it. that actually <laughs> matter <laughs> about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that kicker is going to get fired uh, over there. This is that, Which the one? Giants and the um, – Oh, yeah. I'm like dog, like you know, we we they over there talking about his range was it was 53 yards. I think he and he missed a 30 yarder. Like yeah, they dude. they did everything. Yeah, come on, man! Like you got one job. You do that again, you ain't gonna have a job. You, you're done. You're not no vinatieri, <laughs> yeah, right? So. You know, but you know, but it's the funny thing about it. Like when it comes to kickers, like they can miss a kick and they're like the villain. But if they make it, they're then the they're hero. like the hero, and it's like wow. It's always what have you done like, you know lately with kickers? Like, that's for sure. I mean, yes, kickers does not. They, but it's like, who wants a job that if I all mess up? But you kind all, of do. It's it's all, all or nothing. Or nothing. Either your hero but, or your trash. Derek Carr had two. He had two touchdowns and three interceptions, and he still had the ball at the end of the game to actually for some redemption. He had three picks. He could have. He if he would have scored. And drove them down and scored you know and won the game. About Josh Allen he had, had three, three pits too. <laughs> Dude, you know what I'm saying? And, and, he, and he balled out. And he they, balled out. So they blew them out. It's what it is, dude. Yeah, but you know, you know, hit. Look, being a kicker is definitely a lonely place. But mm-hmm. you know what? I ain't never gonna get the concussion. <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna have the have uh, nice competition. The job, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I ain't never gonna get a concussion. All right, guys. So, let, and if you and if he actually tackle somebody, he get bad props. Oh, here we go. Bad Wi-Fi says I'm down 37 points. I have Penny and Metcalf left. Oh. Do I have a chance at winning? Ooh. And you go against the Broncos. Uh, you okay? So let's let's break it down. So, so that you're means so, there's a chance. Yeah, because I mean, all I gotta do is get 16 points each, right? And if we're talking about Metcalf, Metcalf, I mean, to get 16 points, you think about it. Is uh what ten ca- five catches for fifty yards and a touchdown? That's very doable for Metcalf. So on that regard, yes, I think he can do on that. Now Penny, to get those points, you know you got to get some. You know you got to get some catches. You got to get rushing yards. So 
Yes, Metcalf is going to do his his job. I think even so with Metcalf a bad quarterback, be twenty five. Dude, Metcalf's Metcalf got to be all. Metcalf got to get thirty. Yeah, so, I mean, so there's like, a chance, you know, but it isn't looking you know, great. Penny, Penny's like hey, got to so, do a lot more. So is anybody playing on the other team? No, who he's playing? That's the question. Well, I mean, hopefully not. Right, right. Down thirty-seven. Sudden, are you the only? Uh, uh, how many players are playing on the other Monday night team? Right. Could have a sudden Judy or or Wilson. Yeah, he's that's a wrap. Yes. <laughs> then you're going. All right, guys. Yeah. Um, fantasy football is awesome. NFL is awesome. Uh, as you know, here, guys, we are a Lakers centric, NBA centric yes. show, and there is definitely Lakers news yes. to discuss. Always no news. question about it. Yes. Um, okay, guys. So Patrick Beverly's in the house. He has arrived. He's here. Uh, you know, he's my favorite player as always. <laughs> uh, so, so Pat Beverly's here. He's already uh, sound bites, quotes, you name it. Uh, step hat. Let's go with this. Okay. So, no, I need, I need, Okay. First of all, we know what Pat Beverly is. Yep. Aren't we at least entertained by what he, what this he, this ain't gladiator, dog. Yeah. No. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah. but I mean, but we, I mean, we, you have to be a little bit entertained. Yes. You know, you, you have to admire the cockiness a little bit. No. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Why not? You know, no. I mean, listen. He, the guy, is speaking the truth. It's a, it's a, it's very sad. He was in the playoffs, and the Lakers weren't. That's just a true statement. That you know, is okay. He, he, you know, he, no, is he okay? Let, wait, wait, wait. Let's go over what the quote was. Okay. What is the quote? So, so well, he was. I asked, love, Patrick, I love the bathroom quote better than the. Uh, let, let's start with this one. one. So Patrick Beverly was asked, you know, he's going to be playing with LeBron and AD, and how does he feel about that? And he said, "Well, I'm the one who made it to the playoffs. They didn't, so they're playing with me." You ask them how they feel about it. Right. Um, look, Patrick Beverly, it, it, he's an antagonizer. He has defense, I guess, yes. Um, but really, he's an enforcer, antagonizer out there. Um, look, games aren't won and lost by him, but with his spirit, his energy, his fire, he can instill that in the other players. But you personally weren't so thrilled with that no. comment. No, 100% not thrilled with that comment. First of all, the fact that you come, and I mean, look, I understand that Patrick Bradley has his thing. Yep. Right? He's an antagonist. His stick. His stick, right? But it's like, that gets old when you know damn well you ain't the reason why fools be winning. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, for me to pretend like it was him, not uh, Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. Yep. Doing most of the heavy lifting for the Clippers, for the Clippers. Mm -hmm. and, and then, then he's coming Anthony from. Towns. A, is he really coming from a, a a winning culture? Because as far as I know, Kawhi came from a championship and brought the winning culture to the Clippers. It wasn't like Paul George. Paul George have always gotten beat in the playoffs yep. and yep. everything. So playoff Paul. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, playoff P. I'm trying to figure out where is. Him coming with this all this pedigree and to come to a team that has already won a championship. Well, remember they beat the Clippers in the the play-in tournament, yes. and he stood on the table like Kobe Bryant. In I mean, and, and, and that and that clownish behavior. Yep. I mean, he's literally a meme now. Every time that somebody does something over the top that is like shouldn't be celebrated as hard as it should as it is, he's that meme. 
He's taking his shirt <laughs> off, swinging it out yeah. there, throwing it to the crowd like, yeah, we in a playoff game. And I want that mentality yeah. to a championship hey, caliber who team. who signed off on this? No, see, see, you just don't, oh, don't move the goalposts. You know Keep on topic. Stay on topic. Stay on topic. What I'm saying is we're acting like I need to go ahead and accept that kind of behavior with my team when I know damn well he's going to get what? How much is he going to get blamed for any of the losses? We'll, we'll get, get back to you, Nicholas. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to you guys leaving all of these uh, messages about football. We will so, get to dude, So, look, I get that he has this mentality that he has to go ahead and – but, see, this is what I'm talking about. If he's getting four fouls but only, like, two – like, one steal, but he's getting four or five fouls, is that, like, what we need? You know what I'm going to say? What I'm going to say keep this energy through the season. Now keep he that, will keep that. No, 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 no. Keep that energy. Oh, we need to and see he it. Though. Better show it. We, that's what I'm saying. He better we show need it. to see it because I don't want this. Because first of all, I'm we're not we're not we're not old to this. Okay, I'm about to call cousin man. Really, we're not old to this. Okay, when it comes to these guys coming on this team. And all of a sudden, their game is out the window. Uh-huh. You got all of a sudden. I mean, let's go all the way back to George McCloud. They did. You don't remember George McCloud lights. back in the day? How he had to? He was a Dallas Mavericks. He was a three-point specialist. Yep. And all he had to do was sit out there and wait for Shaq to kick it out to him. Danny that Green. fool brick three Danny after Green. three after three, and we can go down the line. Look at Danny Green. Danny Green. Come on, man. I'm not. I'm not listening to this reputation coming on to my team, and all of a sudden. He has to perform like that. But he got one job, though. I mean, in fact, Beverly job. What, to be an antagonist? I don't need him to be a defense, pest. Though. I don't want him to be a pest. I mean, but he plays defense. What, okay, so, so what I is mean, the defense that, that we're reason, talking about? That's the reason is he just why getting we got him here. That's okay. Look, 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 guys, I'm going to step out. Is he going to play his role? I mean, I'm just saying. I, I'm going to step he, off, and I'm going to let him go ahead and do his thing. Yeah, he's got now. That's what I'm saying. He got to do his thing. He can't just do talk. He can't just talk. He He's going to have to show it. And not only that, he's now on the most prolific NBA team ever to exist, the Lakers. He better step it up. It he can't is. come in with, with, with his it normal stuff. He actually better rise but, and okay, actually so do better I'm, than I'm his normal. That Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, that's level, not going to do. That's not going to get it. Okay, no. cool. Cool. But here's the thing, though. See, I think he's the guy. Can remember, you guys, when I – and, again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to point out LeBron's issues – you know, is when my biggest issue with, with, with LeBron is that that uh he's scoring thirty points but we're losing by twenty. Right. Right. And 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 he's like leaving the court early and all that type of stuff that he does when they realize it's not gonna they're not yep. gonna win the game. Mm-hmm. Right. So I want him to call out that stuff. I want him to say, yo, when you know, hey man, what are you doing? Like you you scoring thirty points, can you score twenty? And then we actually win the game. You know what I mean? I want him to call out these. I don't recall him calling out a single player on the Minnesota Timberwolves. No, but I'm at. But no. see, now he's going to call out LeBron well, James, I Anthony mean, Davis, and Russell Westbrook. I mean, Please. But, I mean. Well, but here's the thing, though. This is the, the reason why I would respect that. You know, expect hey, that Michigan from King. The Thanks reason, for joining us. The reason why I would expect that from him, because he's already said that, you know, that he reversed him. And they said, how does it feel for you to be playing with Anthony Davis? And and LeBron James, and mm-hmm. he said they're playing with me. Okay, cool. So I I want him to keep that energy and be like, and if you want to take on that role, then I want you to call them out when they're not doing something, right? Call out AD for not being in shape. Call out LeBron for not playing defense or missing a play. And and and, and you know, I don't see it happens. Well, no, I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, hear that I hear what you're saying. 
But what I want to know is, where is the accountability on his part? See, it's all well and good when you start calling out the stars because they're not getting 30 points a night or they're not getting 25 points a night. But we don't and, expect nothing from him, though. Ah, That's easy, then. Ah, That's exactly. my point. There's the crux. There's the crux of the issue. Because you can't just come on this team talking shit and then not go ahead and do what you're supposed to do and then got the nerve enough to call out the big stars. But here's the thing. It, it, like He doesn't have to do much to play his role. I what mean, is his role? What is his, his what is role, satisfactory role, to you, money? His role was to give me five points and get three two uh, three steals, maybe one block, and antagonize people. Okay, so when they busted I mean, his ass for twenty five points, huh? When, they, when, when they, he when busted they, his ass for twenty five yeah, points, and we're still losing by twenty five. We still losing. You're gonna hold him accountable like you hold LeBron. Well, we gonna say LeBron, yeah. you scored thirty points, and we still lost. and we still losing by twenty. But the person that we got to be this defensive present is getting his ass busted by twenty two points. That's what I'm talking about, the accountability. Because, right. see, I'm not going to have him then be in the locker room. Well, you know what? You know, it was just a bad night. You know, guy's good, man. People make plays. But LeBron should have got 25 points and got those turnovers and everything. All the while, he's chummy with Westbrook. Okay. But why, why are we mad about that, though? Well, because you're talking about – we're talking about holding people accountable, but you ain't never said – you didn't say Russell Westbrook, though. That's true. Well, we, listen, Russell Westbrook was in the bad situation, I'm listening. though. Bro, show up. I'm sorry, bro. He's got to show hey. up. We are not going to do this we here. Know. We're not going to do this here, Mike. We're not going to do this here. If we're talking about accountability, accountability is across the board. We're not going to pick 100%. and choose who's who, to be who, accountable yeah. and not get the fucking smoke. Team All game. right? Sorry, Team my game. language. We're not going to get the – everyone gets the smoke. If, Le, if Patrick Beverly is this moral compass, if he's a person coming here, supposed <laughs> to give everybody and put everybody on notice, then he, everybody get the smoke. The fact that he got over here rest books – <laughs> and he ain't getting no smoke, and you cool with that is telling, bro. No, listen. I want. I told you from the beginning. I want Westbrook on the team right now. I want to see what Darvin Ham's going to do. But this has to be. But do you have any expectations from Westbrook? Or? Uh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, he definitely needs to be able to. What's that? Be way more efficient. No, 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 no. You laid out numbers for Beverly. You let a number for you let a number for LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so, so what, what are you expecting? What's his numbers looking like? What are you so, exactly? I, I'm expecting a triple double and over fifty percent shooting. All right. From, from, from I feel that. I feel know, that. Because, now if Patrick Beverly got to call him out though if he ain't 18, doing that. Eighteen seven and what he should. You know. That's what because, I'm talking about. Yeah, because eighteen seven and seven, you know, was was okay, <sighs> but we saw all the Brits. We saw all the. Bad plays that he made. The turnovers. The turnovers. Oh, yes. I mean, right. turnovers so he and turnovers. Yeah, his turnovers. Really Westbrook. bad turnovers, too. Just like, just unforced right. turnovers. Yeah. Just West, unforced turnovers. West, but, so Westbrook turnovers have to go down. He definitely should have at least nine assists. And he should definitely have at least and eight. He should be minutes. averaging the double-double. Right. Or close to it. Yep. And, and close to it. And Patrick Beverly you know, should definitely hold him accountable for You that. can't be getting quiet. But at the same time, tonight. you don't think LeBron... Signed off on Patrick Beverly coming? Maybe nah. he did. Maybe he did. I don't think so. But maybe he did. I don't think he did. I don't think he went against it. Well, what I'm saying, maybe yeah, he did. But, but he, if mean, he signed off on it, team. and maybe he wants that kind of energy on the team, I'm okay. He wanted Russell Westbrook on the team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. He so makes bad decisions. So, are we? Well, then, is this he, a made, he makes bad decisions. Is, okay. Okay. Let's go with that. Yep. Keep it going. Yep. So, if he's making these bad decisions, is this a good decision? Yeah, you like the Beverly? I mean, 
I would have preferred to kept who you know Stanley mm-hmm. Johnson. And he, Tucker, he's way yep. younger. Yep. I mean, this guy's thirty six years old. Stanley Johnson, I think, is what twenty six. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, you know, Stanley Johnson. You saw potential for him to possibly I did. get better. I did. You know what I mean? Tht. You know, it was, he had a really interesting season last year. Yeah. He looked like he was out of place a lot. You know, so I'm not sure. With, you know, when with, with with him, like if he was just. Is that Vogel? Is that Vogel? Was it Vogel? You know, rotations, yeah, I, I Vogel's I offense. I mean, we really don't know at this point. Made we don't trade know. For Patrick Beverly, no. But if you make it, then I'm saying, okay, I have to accept it. So, like, I, you know, it's just like I have to accept everybody's on the team. And we got to go for what, what it's worth. Now, I, mean, we I want Patrick Beverly to definitely hold everybody accountable. We, he should. And bring that toughness energy i wish he i hope he does he's not barking at anybody he's gonna go out there the only thing he needs to do is lead by example if he leads by example puts out the energy that's contagious this entire team was giving up on on plays last year the entire team was giving up on plays who why would they give him a bum place? I mean, like, that could be that could be chemistry. That could be their leader no. being LeBron, who or it I, could be their leader being the coach Vogel. When it comes to effort, I think it comes top down. Mm-hmm. I, I really do believe anytime when it comes to effort, I follow the leader. If my leader is out there and not getting rebounds and pointing at me because I didn't get the rebound when I know he was like five damn feet he was away, closer to it. Mm-hmm. he closer to the ball. I'm not going to respect that energy. If I'm always getting yelled at, and you're—I mean—you're getting all the all the all the accolades, and I'm getting all the blame, I'm not going to go ahead and run through that brick wall for you like that. Right. I'm not going to do that. that now, when he was when when Caruso was on the team, and there were LeBron was actually playing defense that year, and Caruso was diving on the floor, and LeBron was diving on the floor, and you know you got AD blocking yeah, shots. Is that is that is is LeBron does does LeBron at this stage of his career? need to yes. follow the lead yes. on that effort versus yes. take the lead? I, I don't know. I mean, well, was, you know, was Caruso was, yeah, but, was, is but, but the energy lead was, was Caruso, the younger player, uh, uh, creating that contagious energy and LeBron was feeding on that or was it LeBron creating it and Caruso feeding on it? Well, see, I think Caruso was a part of it because not we don't want to forget about JaVale McGee. Of course. We don't want to because remember JaVale McGee was starting out. And we had we it's not like Caruso came off the bench. So it wasn't like the defensive intensity picked up once he got on the court. He we were already playing good defense before he got on the court. Yeah. Once he got on the court, it just turned it up another notch. Mm-hmm. And now you got your bench against our bench, and but my bench is outperforming yours because we got some dogs on defense. On defense. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I see that where Caruso were able to turn the screws and then basically was in at the end with our, you know, because there was no A.B. Bradley, so we got Caruso. And Caruso yep. was able to yep. make a couple of good shots, also getting playing better, way better defense than A in the A.B. So it was like, so that was the thing. Um, but when it comes to just, like, right now what we have, I think that we have to look at everything. Okay, let's go back to the THT trade. Yep. Okay, we traded THT for Patrick Beverly. But they didn't want to go ahead and put that piece in there for, for for Mike Lowry. I'm not Mike, Mike Lowry. For uh, for for uh, Kyle Lowry, right? Yeah. So we 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 said we don't go do that for Kyle. It's too much. It's too much. But for Beverly. But we were throwing in for Beverly because we took another year, evaluated it, and say, eh, and his stock went. Eh, 
and said, we're going to get what we're going to get from him. Yep. When his, the stock was high and we could have got somebody that was an expiring contract that they knowing they wouldn't would have been a good compliment for us, mm-hmm. we said, nah, because he's too old. He doesn't da, 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 da. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, Kyle Lowry is not the – I'm not saying he's the better player than, 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 than Westbrook. I'm not going to go there. But I am going to say for fit purposes. Yes, for, in, for this, fit, in this rotation, absolutely. For fit, 100%. 100% better fit. And the fact that we were holding this chip, and the only thing we get with this chip is Patrick Beverly shows incompetence on the front office, shows, shows basically no foresight. It's an indictment on you all these people making these decisions right now. You know what? I, I always felt that the Lakers uh, forced uh, people to react. And something changed along the way, and now we're in the reaction. So, oh, yes. so we respond instead of uh, we're on the defense constantly with our trades, and this as opposed to the offense where other teams are trading to yes. compete with us. And I don't quite know where that changed. Uh, possibly back in the Jim Bus era, uh, possibly with Palinka. I don't know, um, but something changed where we're more reactional than proactional and I don't like it. I don't no. like it and and it instantly screams loss to yeah. me. If you're not the one creating the waves, you're just the one riding the waves and responding to them, you're out of control. Yeah. You're you're not the one, you're not the the driver of this league and for years the Lakers were the drivers of this league. Yeah. And and something changed their money. Um now I do want to get to a point um you know Jeannie Buss was quoted as saying, you know that that she feels West is, you know, uh Russell Westbrook's going to be part of the team. However, uh he is interested in a trade, but it looks like he's going to be part of the team. You can't blame him. He didn't get much love in LA. He didn't get much play. He didn't play well in LA. He was somewhat consistent, but he was not his normal self. He would like to go somewhere where he can play like his old self. Well, that's a team that's going to be a perennial, maybe eighth, seven seed if they make it and never win a title. That works. For that him. that that is what Russell Westbrook has done his entire career. Him as an A option, a one A option, does not win titles. If he wants to win titles, he's gonna have to to take that back seat and change his game a little bit. However, we don't really want him to change it all that much. There are now rumors, Money Mike of a situation that you brought up, which is Russell Westbrook coming off the bench. And Russell Westbrook leading our bench would be amazing. He could go out there and play his game. Yeah. He could go out there and dominate. He can go out there and and uh, you know hit those layups like he does, uh, dunk the ball like he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know he's never been a huge three point shooter, so we're not going to scream that out. Um, but him out there uh, playing alongside a Beverly and other players. Now you're talking a little bit. Now you're talking about it's addition by subtraction on the starters team, correct? What do you think about that option? I know Money Mike's been bringing it up for a while, so let's give him his due. But I'd like to know what you think about it, the team, as it is, Russell Westbrook coming off the bench. I like I, I like that idea, however, what I would think. So one thing about Phil Jackson, and I'm going to bring him up because yep. he's a master of melding these egos oh, yeah, and, and getting these personalities to work for themselves. And so if 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 Phil Jackson going to tell you, I'm going to start you, and you're going to play five, six minutes, but I'm going to want you to really, really be the leader on my second unit, guess what you're going to do? Phil Jackson told you that. He's going to get you to buy into that. You're going to go ahead and be the best player you can be on that unit. You know what I'm saying? He's going to do that. Now, let's go ahead and look at what Vogel did. 
Vogel didn't have anybody's ear in the locker room. No. So to tell him, to tell, to be vocal and and put yourself in vocal shoes, have, take on the take on the personality of vocal and knowing who vocal is, and then tell a person with the mentality and the and the alpha, you know, the mentality of Westbrook, and tell him you gonna come off the bench. Westbrook gonna look him up and down, and be like, uh-huh, yeah, right, I'm coming off the bench, and you gonna say, okay, yeah, you ain't gotta come off the bench, and you gonna go ahead and back down. There's nobody in there other than now that we have a Darwin Ham, uh, that, that Darwin Ham is going to go ahead and give him that kind of like, man, you know, I can go ahead and I can knock you out right now. Like, so don't don't come at me with that stuff. Like, that ain't going to go with me right now. Like, I think you know it's what important that he does. And any, but I think we need to also manage this ego. We we get him to buy in that he's going to start. We won't give you that because nobody cares about other than like people want to start. It's all who finishes the game. Yes. It's who's on the court. At but the he end. won't finish it. That's the thing. Because if you're turning the ball over, you can't be on the you court. You can't finish. Uh-uh. So I gotta uh-uh. give you something. But the only reason why he's turning the ball over is because he's play, he's playing out of position. Right. I mean, like, and I don't think that's the only reason. I think that's the main reason. Nah. Right? Even Shaq said he came out. He played all last year passive. He gave way. He did not come out there and say, "Hey, this is my game. You guys work around it." He came out and said, "Okay, here you go, LeBron. Here you go, AD. I'm going to try and let you guys do your thing, and then I'll just try and get what I can." That's not what we need. That's not what this team needed. Okay, this team needed his personality, his dog. He he was the Beverly. He was supposed to be the best. That's how he plays. He plays with that fire. Hundred percent. He he plays with that fire, and he didn't show any of that last year and 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 he didn't show it in the beginning before it went bad so in the early part of the season he didn't show it he needs to show that this year yeah i think so i mean definitely i think he definitely needs to play with his personality he's a player that that um you know some players are players you can just kind of throw in and they'll do what they do and other players have it's, it's rhythm yeah you know what i mean you got to get in there you got to get in the rhythm and and um, um that's how you're actually going to go ahead and be effective but I think a lot of that is the role. Like, mm-hmm. if, you, if you know what your role is going to be, even if you say, okay, look, this is what we're going to have you do. We think you're more effective in a second unit, you're, and you're going to play the hell. You're going to run that second unit. This is what I expect from you. And if he understands and accepts that role. Right. The Lamar he, Odom. Then, then he exactly. could be. Yeah. Then, then, then he could be, you know, Incredibly dangerous. If, if Westbrook, great, if Westbrook comes off the bench yeah. and accepts that role, he will be the sixth man of the year. Yeah, he can do that. He he'll be the the best six the the best six but, player on the see, team. But you yeah, know, you know what's so hard, and about that, that doesn't mean he's the sixth option. But then, no, but this, it means he's the first option off the bench. Yeah, but, and and it just means that for this squad, do you want to win a title or do you want to per, be a perennial Utah Jazz exactly. constantly out in the second round right. or even yeah. making it to the to the playoffs? But you know what? You know what's so bad about that though. The fact that you have been an MVP in the league and now you are going for six man of the year, it's what that isn't that supposed to happen in reverse? Like six man well, of the year, not necessarily. Become, no, then, then we, then no, no. You know what's supposed to happen? You're supposed to friggin' retire with a ring and whatever it takes to do it. That's it. That's it. You don't come into this league and say, "Hey, I'm this, and I'm only going to do this, and if I don't do this, I'm not going to participate or put my own." What was the reason they get us? They want to win championships. All right. You do what it takes to win a championship. You do the dirty work. You take a backseat. You do whatever you have to do. To, if there's one thing that championship teams show you is that you do what you have to do to win a championship. And if you have players who aren't willing to do that, you're not going to win. 
Right. And like you said, Phil Jackson was always able to get his ego players to buy into that. Regardless of the position, regardless of the minutes, he was able to get them to buy into it. I think it's so important for Darvin Ham's future and uh, a career to start off right and to start off with, this is my team. I'm the coach of this team. I'm going to decide what's right for the team, and I'll go down in flames if I choose wrong. So be it. I'll take the blame. Right. But I'm going to choose what's right for the team. And if he starts out that way, he cannot start out passive or soft. He has to jump in with that same Phil Jackson mentality, that same Patrick Beverly mentality right. to say, no, nah, man, this is my team. Yes. The only person that needs to hold players accountable are the coach. Darvin Ham. If he does it, like you said, top down, you don't need a Patrick Beverly screaming at LeBron because I can assure you that's not going to go well. That is not going to go. If you think Patrick Beverly is going (laughs) to get a fire under LeBron's ass, no. Okay. What will happen is his ass will get traded. Okay. And then you're going to be really pissed. So, so what, what needs to happen is lead by example and Darvin Ham, who we're all hoping is going to take that lead. He's the one who needs to light the fire and make the demands. He's the one that needs to hold players accountable, including our stars. Look, and I, including I the that. front office. Right. Look, I, I agree. I mean, listen, Darvin Ham's press conference was amazing. I bought into it. Yeah, I'm, I drank the cooler. Uh, and so know, was Patrick Beverly, right? Said. Patrick, Patrick Beverly was funny. It was funny. You know, you know, he 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 is a little bit of a joke, and you kind of expect that from him, right? But at the same time, you know. You you kind of like that little edginess about it, or I do at least. No, I do you like know, it because you know, like you know, I would be offended. Like, dude, I'm LeBron James. You said I'm playing with you. You said you playing with me, right, dude? <laughs> like, I, I'm I'm offended, and and I'm gonna show you how you, why you're wrong. So guess what I'm doing to Patrick Beverly every time in the practice. I'm, I'm posting eating him up. up. I'm posting him up every time. Give me the rock, dude. I'm gonna bust his ass tonight. In practice, I'm gonna go ahead and destroy That's what him Kobe and, would do. and just destroy him. That's what I'm going to take his I'm going to rebuild your ego. Right. I am going to tear you all the way down so I can build you up the way I need you to because you don't understand what's just going on right now. Right now he's a lot of talk. But see, right but now. I want that though. Because see if LeBron goes iron gonna shop or iron. No, I get that. Yeah, because see, I want that. If LeBron comes and, and, and in front of everybody and says, Patrick Beverly, what you said was disrespectful, and let me show you why. Then, and then, then it worked. And, and then, then it worked, right? right? And, and Patrick and, and, Beverly will take the credit. Right. And look at it like, uh-huh. it's, yeah. Patrick Beverly uh-huh. will say, see? Yeah. And that was my plan the whole time. And yeah. you know what, dude? And I, honestly, honestly, he can. I would allow, I would allow yeah. him to take that Because, credit. see, now people are going to be like, oh, okay. So LeBron is a leader. So LeBron now then, has a then, then, what, then what? Then what LeBron does is turn to everybody else and say, listen, this is how it's going to go. Yeah, because I felt disrespected by him. I made sure that I showed all y'all I'm still the leader at 37 years old, 90 years in the league. WWKD. You know what I mean? <laughs> WWKD. What would Kobe do? All right. And, and Kobe, would, Kobe would be busting all his right. ass. Hang on, guys. Speaking of that, okay. Uh, I, we have to bring this in because sitting to the side here, we haven't oh. even teased it, okay? But oh. uh, we have a new addition oh, to the Profanity Nation set. I haven't shown it yet. This is an amazing addition. Yeah, okay, boy. this requires an intro that I'm going to go ahead and show you guys. Okay, so so uh, Laker fans, as you know, uh, the tragic loss of Kobe Bryant uh, on the one year anniversary. Uh, there was a sculptor by the name of Dan Medina, a friend of the show. We had him on. Yep. He sculpted a beautiful bronze statue of Kobe and Gigi, and he went ahead and hiked that up to the crash site on the anniversary. 
and left it there for the day to display just out of the sheer passion in his heart yeah. and the mama mentality that he carried with him that Kobe taught us all. Yep. And we actually have that amazing trophy right here. Hold tight, guys. Man. Yeah, get those out the I way. Mean, I mean. And this thing is real. It's bronze and it's heavy. And we're going to place it right in front of me. <laughs> like, right there. Are you okay. gonna be able to see over it? Okay. There we go. I'll just sit to the side. Okay, guys. Yep. Here we are. I'll, just, I'll get here somewhere. I don't mind. Uh, okay, we actually have Kobe Bryant Gigi statue hey, here. Hey, sister, where are you? <laughs> I'm right here. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm taking a back seat to Kobe and Gigi, and I'm perfectly fine with that, guys. Um, you know, in fact, I'll move it just to the right here, but I don't want it to tilt off the table. It's extremely heavy, everybody. Uh, thank you, Dan Medina, but most importantly, uh, you need to know, uh, Dan is a huge Laker fan. He's a huge Kobe fan, uh, always has been, and he made this sculpture just out of the 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 uh, goodness of his heart um, and the sheer fact of how big of a fan he is. And he, uh, you know, has been approached by so many to come see it, share it. Where can I get one and so forth? He is now holding a fundraiser to give away four replica uh, statues. This is the 24-inch one. Thank you, Dan. This is beautiful. Uh, he's giving away the 12-inch uh, uh, statues, which are bronze there is the standard bronze like this. There is a polished bronze, which is a golden color. He actually has a uh, stainless steel, I believe, and then a black mamba edition bronze, which oh. is all solid black. And you have a chance to win one of those, and it's quite simple. Again, this is all out of the courtesy of his heart. He does not get paid for these at this point. This is all out of his pocket. The only thing he's asking you to do to qualify for a chance to win a replica 12-inch solid bronze, stainless steel, either polished or uh, black mamba, all you have to do is donate to the Mamba Foundation a minimum of $24. It does not go to Dan. Dan has no... Uh, uh, profits in this. This is all out of the goodness of his heart. He wants the Mamba Foundation to succeed. He believes in that cause. So he has done these out of his pocket. He is giving those away. So be sure to follow Dan Medina Sculptures on Instagram. We'll be pushing this a lot. Uh, he's going to be giving away one per month for the next four months. And his goal is to just help the Mamba Foundation raise a lot of money they're a great cause, as we know, and uh, be sure to follow him, Medina Sculpture, on Instagram. That's where you get the information. We're going to post that on our Instagram, the Profanity Nation, as well as Infinity Studios. We'll be promoting this through the next four months, but he has uh, allowed us to uh, show. I'm this. sorry. I, I just want, want yeah, you got to touch it. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, again, it, it probably weighs 70, 80 pounds, maybe. I mean, it's solid. <laughs> It is solid, and uh, we're blessed really to have it here right. on the set. We are so thankful for having it here, and we're going to take care of it, and we're going to have it here for display, and make sure to remind you all to give that donation to the Mamba Foundation, minimum $24. All you have to do is send proof of the donation to Medina Sculpture, and he's going to go ahead and enter you for a chance to win. How can you go wrong?
How can you go wrong? Yeah. Uh, it's well worth it. it. It's a beautiful piece of art. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. Uh, just seeing it here uh, and seeing it on the screen doesn't do it justice. No. We'll, we'll, we'll show some close-ups uh, on our Instagram and so forth. So, guys, be sure to uh, follow Medina Sculpture. Be sure to donate to the Mama Foundation and get your entry in because you just – this is an opportunity you can't pass up, okay? It is. Cause, absolutely. You know, I, I mean, this thing is beautiful. It, it is absolutely amazing. Yeah. You feel absolutely. It. Amazing. From it. I mean, you know, I miss Kobe every day. Okay. So, uh, Michigan King, let's, let's hit you up really quick. You have a question. So go ahead and send that in. Um, let's go up. There were some other questions. It, it went, once Michigan King comes back, um, let's go up a little bit. Uh, I'm sorry. We're going through the screens. Uh, there was a question. Here we go. Right there. Uh, let's go to Nicholas Glenn. Uh, I got Dak, Schultz, Lamb, and Zeke. Should I bench all them moving forward? They cost me my week one win. Well, <laughs> what hey. do you think, Stat? <laughs> Uh, well, looks like Dak is is out for the season. Yeah, Dak is now out for the season. Or yeah, whatever it definitely. Marco has already reached in. Uh, I already got, received the message yes. that he's going to do an update on Instagram as soon as he can in regards to that injury. So be sure to follow the Waiver Wire podcast on Instagram for those updates. Um, but yeah, you may be in trouble. Yeah, um, I would think uh, when it comes to uh, C.D. Lamb, he's a direct, you know. Um, um, you know, benefit from who's that backup quarterback? I feel like I will. We're about to find out the fact you, we don't know. <laughs> We're about to find out, guys. Shows me all hey. their fantasy values about to go in a tank, right? Michigan King, are you there? We only got a couple minutes here, so go ahead and, and put your question in on the comments. Um, Money Mike, you have an Alex. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to go ahead and continue with the show. If he chimes in, we'll hit that question. Uh, if you watch the show like we know you do, we always finish our show with a segment we call Money Mike's Out of Bounds. Money Mike is going to share his opinions or thoughts on a topic, and it's pretty simple. He just wants to know, is his thoughts inbounds or out of bounds? Be sure to chime in on those comments. We're going to be looking for him. Money Mike, you've got the mic. So I don't know if y'all knew, knew, but there was a Hall of Fame ceremony this weekend. I'm not impressed. I mean, <laughs> we got Hardaway, Manu Ginobili, Swim Cash, Bob Huggins, Dale Harris. Where, like, yeah. really, like Dale Lindsay, Harris? Is Dale Harris. Man. Yeah, Lindsey Whalen, Marianne Stanley, Teresa Shank, Grant. Uh, uh, you know, and then George Carl. Is this the weakest this, this class? Is, this is all the fame. This is all the fame class. All the fame. Now we already know that. The, the NBA we, we, Hall of Fame is somewhat watered down. We've talked to Peter Vesey. Peter Vesey already he, talks about it. Yep. But am I out of bounds to say that this is the most disinterested, um, sorriest, um, I don't know who else they could have got, but this is like the worst Hall of Fame entry last. It, it would have been better if they just didn't have a Hall of Fame this year. Am I out of bounds there had to, to be say better that you know, is this the best day you get? We'll start with you, Stat. Oh uh, no, you're inbounds. It's 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 it's, it's not good. Um, uh, it's it feels like it's you had a you're okay now. You said Kuzi, who who's on who's, who's who? Hardaway, Hardaway, Manu Ginobili, Swin Cash, Bob Huggins, Bob Dale Huggins. Harris, Lindsey Whalen. There's Marianne. only one person on that I really do believe that probably deserves it, and that's Ginobili. Of course. Now I, I George Carl. George Carl, okay. what, what, has, has he won anything? As a coach. Has he won anything as a coach? See, no. this is what I'm talking about. Like, it's almost like you can have a B-plus career and get into the Hall of Fame. Mm. As yeah. long as you have any kind of, some kind of uh, international accolades, 
then you can go in there. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's it's it just feels like if you were just had a good career, or if you've been passed over, passed over, passed over, like what do we got? That's what it looks like. I mean, like, what do we have? Hardaway? Like, there's a you know, I'm gonna say you're inbounds because there's a reason why nobody even knew that that ceremony was taking place, yeah. and all of a sudden you just exactly. saw a couple pictures of Manu Ginobili and Tim Hardaway standing there in their jackets, but nobody really knew that nope. this was taking place. Normally, there's a buildup. You're the headliner. There. Yeah, normally you're, there's a buildup. You're getting there. You're waiting for the speeches. Who's gonna induct them? What what's gonna happen? Uh, this went with no fanfare, kind of under the table. Uh, I agree with you, uh, Manu Ginobili definitely deserves to be in there um but to to go in with this class uh was incredibly weak so so i couldn't disagree with that money mike i think you're right on he bet a thousand yeah yeah all right uh we didn't hear back from michigan k so uh michigan hey Pete. michigan k hey tune into the waiver wire yep, tomorrow. send your question through and instagram and we'll you get can, it. yeah send, send a dm to the waiver wire podcast on instagram and we'll be sure to answer it for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, follow us. We're going to have some updates about these injuries coming on Wednesday. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, follow the waiver wire. This is exactly why we have this show, because it gives a, a perspective from an injury perspective that in no one, there's nothing else out there. Like from a professional athletic trainer professional being Marco Nunez, right. former athletic trainer, head athletic trainer for the Los Angeles Lakers, worked with the likes of Kobe. So definitely you can uh, take his word to the bank and uh, count on that. To win your fantasy football league, you got to follow the Waiver Wire podcast. There's just no other way around it. Uh, this has been a great show, guys. Yeah. A great Sunday. As you can see, we're in shorts. It's hot in L.A., so, so we got to do what we got to do. I didn't get Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you for joining the Profanity Nation every week, every Sunday, 830 Live. Don't forget, starting October 2nd, we're, we're moving. We're already on the Infanity Studio streaming channel, but we will be exclusive there. We will no longer be streaming our live show to the Profanity Nation channel or Facebook or Twitter. You will get highlights. You will get teasers all on those channels, of course. But to watch and take part in the show, you will have to go to the Infanity Studio streaming channel only on YouTube. And that's where you can catch the waiver wire, Monday Night Fredo. Um, we have I Am The Table. We have lots of great shows coming up you just don't want to miss them you're going to get exposed to those they're outstanding you're going to have a great time so be sure to go there subscribe to the infinity studio streaming channel on youtube that's where you're going to get the info and of course follow us on instagram i want to thank everybody who took place we called most of you out uh i believe uh your mom was in there too calling hey mommy <laughs> she's always there yeah. uh, Christine was in there uh, saying how beautiful the statue is yes it is thank you uh, Morgan Kelly we got there uh, oh, Patrick. oh hold on Patrick said I was inbounds uh, yeah up? okay what you up? got another Patrick inbounds does? you are absolutely yeah, I love it so now, now you're definitely 100% uh, bad Wi-Fi thank you big baby sports and again Patrick you're awesome uh, we look forward to you guys joining us every single week so don't disappear on us we need you guys you're part of the show thank you and we will be back next week we're out Peace. Peace.